Do you have anyone else in mind for this year's WrestleMania? Everybody has in mind the same guy that I do. Edge? And he has the same. Like, <laughs> we have the same idea. <laughs> Will it happen? We, I mean, that's not up to us. Of course. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of Character. This time we're here with the first two-time guest on the show, even though he doesn't technically remember it, which I take no offense to, but but he's technically the, uh, the first two-time guest on the show, AJ Styles. I'll take it, though. Uh, thank you so much for doing this today. I appreciate yeah, it. We were just talking before. Uh, you're you're fully multitasking all the time. You got it's, family it, stuff, work stuff. I literally was just on the phone with my wife. Hey, make sure you... Yeah. And that was only because I stepped out of the room for a second to go to the bathroom that you had time to take that right. call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you do you like wearing lots of hats though and juggling lots of things like that? I, I like to be needed. Uh, you know, uh, it, that requires me having a job, so I'm happy about that. I, I don't know. I just, you know, uh, hey, can we get AJ up? I'll do it. That's my job. I, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I, it's, uh, it's you get to sit here and have a conversation with someone for, for 30 minutes. Not the worst. It could, it could be a lot worse, right? It could I, be I could a lot be a, worse. I could be in a match for 30 minutes getting dropped on my head, you know? So. <laughs> This is yeah. a lot easier. Yeah, every time I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, I have work to do. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm prepping for an interview with someone. It's, I, it could be a lot worse. I'm not going to complain about my job. There, there was a time that uh, I remember riding, and it was, it was kind of like the weather here, so there was snow on the ground, and I saw this guy literally digging, and, and I was like, oh man, I am so glad I get to drive four hours to a show. You know, like it could be a lot worse. Yeah, perspective is so important. I think that. I was talking about that with my Uber driver when I was on the way to the hotel here. He was like, he's from, uh, he was telling me he's from Pakistan. And he was telling me like, he was like, man, like, I'm so grateful to be here. And like, sometimes I'll travel to other countries and I'm just like, I'm so grateful that they let me into America because it's like, I'm just so grateful. And I think perspective is really important to have no matter what you're doing in life. Uh, Denzel Washington is probably one of my, my favorite human beings. And he said he forgot how rich he was. He's got running water. He's got a home that's warm. He's got a fire, you know, that he can start anytime he wants, air conditioning when it's hot, you know, all these things that we take for granted. So, yeah, I always, with my girlfriend, I always try and say that because we deal with, you know, her mom has a uh, dementia and we take care of her mom with dementia. And I always try and say like, this sucks, obviously, but it could be so much worse. Like mm -hmm. we could not be able to afford to take care, like to, for you to be able to take care of her. Like we have all these, it could be a lot, lot worse. So I think perspective really is important, especially in a situation like that. I agree. Um, okay, I wanna talk to you about uh, Amas because okay. that's one topic that we didn't talk about uh, on the show last time. Uh, did you have any input on him being paired with you at all? I, I remember them asking me about it and I was excited about the opportunity. I thought it'd be fun. Um, and it was, I mean, it was fun. It's, I, I enjoy helping him get to the next level and uh, being able to help him learn as quick as he can. Yeah, um, when I had uh, Happy Corbin on the show, he talked about how there's like almost like a new strategy going on in WWE where they're trying to put some of the NXT people that are coming, some of the people they're bringing up to the main roster, they're trying to pair them with someone who they can kind of look to as a mentor. Uh, he's doing it kind of with Madcap, you were doing it with Amos, um, various people on the roster. Do you like being in that mentor role now? Sure, I mean, I enjoy being able to share you know, information that I have so someone can be better. I mean, that's something I think we should do all the time. I mean, we gotta create stars. Uh, I'm not gonna be here forever. And so while I can still bump around and, and do these things, let me work with some guys who uh, I can help. I remember at WrestleMania, I just, I was thinking like, man, like each time he's in the ring, you guys all do such a great job of just making him look like an absolute monster. I mean, he already is obviously because of his size, but I mean, just uh, in, in the way the matches are built and stuff, I feel like it's always really good at you guys making sure 
makes him look as good as possible as a monster. Well, I think that's the the job for for one. That's what we're supposed to do. But it, it takes some, uh, you know, guys who don't have an ego to do that as well. And the, the guy New Day, for instance, they made him look like a monster. And the way it should be done, they get it, they understand it, and uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I felt like that match really like set the stage for his future WrestleMania outings because they just, I mean, he dominated them the whole time. Oh, he pretty much dominates everyone. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know. There was a moment between Bobby Lashley and Omos that was pretty cool. Uh, but other than that, forget it. Everybody's bumping around. Did you have any reservations about being paired with him at that time? You, I mean, or were you kind of looking for some some difference of change things? I, I, I like, you know, that change. I, I'd like to see what we could do, what we could do with him, what would happen, all kinds of things, what kind of moves we could pull off, you know, just, it, just try to be creative. Was there any direction given to you when you guys were put together to like, hey, take this guy under your wing, teach him stuff, or did you just kind of know that was the deal? I knew that was the deal. <laughs> I, I, there's no chance it was just one of those things that was just like, oh, well, my job was to help him progress along uh, uh, quickly, actually. Like, okay, I needed him to learn this. And I knew when I was in the ring with him, uh, like, hey, we need to work on this now, not anything else. We, no fireman carry, none of that crap, just the basics now. And that was important to, to get him as, you know, what we get out of him as quick as possible. What were some of those initial first lessons that you really like felt were important right away to teach them? There were little things that we had to work on that, that seemed basic to, to guys like who've been in the business for as long as I have. Even for you, probably who've seen it, you know, he was a basketball guy for a long time. So maybe he didn't watch wrestling as much as everyone else did. I mean, he's from Nigeria. I don't know how much it showed over there, but he wasn't focused on that anyway. It was basketball. So uh, you know, there's a lot of little things to learn. I mean, he was, he's still very new to WWE as far as the performance. Totally. But to see him, to stand in front of him, it's, it's so amazing to see a human being that big. It is crazy. And I've stood next to like some pretty tall people before. I remember seeing him at, SummerSlam, like, uh, at the hotel at SummerSlam and we spoke for a minute. And it was one of those times where I was just like, this person is just like literally larger than life. Well, I remember the first time I met the big show. And I thought, wow, he's bigger than him. Yeah. You know, so I can only imagine someone for the first time meeting and how crazy it is to meet a human being like that. I'm sure for someone like you too, you know, your eyes light up of like just ideas of just like, sure. oh, I have so much I can do with this guy. Yeah, but you know, there's so much you can do, but there's only so much he can do. Because <laughs> sure, he that's a good understand. point. Like it seems, again, like this would be simple. It's it's not, you, you really have to explain to someone who's so very new, to what we're doing and to wrestling. So, you know, being precise about the little things is important. Do you coach your kids in sports? No. No? No, not at all. Because what they, they don't want to hear it. I'm me. just going to say, is it for that reason? Yeah. Yeah, it's, they don't want to hear it from me. It, and, it, you know, uh, there's some things that, that I know, but it's, it's important for me to just sit back and be a dad and encourage rather than try to teach because not, they don't want to hear it from me, at least not until they're, older yeah I realized that yeah my dad was my coach and probably wasn't the best <laughs> he was he had a temper for sure well i mean because you expect so much out of your kid because yeah. you know what they're capable of and when they're not giving that it really makes you angry yep uh, so it's almost like they're not giving it at all but the truth is they're just unsure uh you know because they don't retain everything you try to tell them because your dad you know you're not the coach yes totally yeah 
my dad, he would do these crazy plays. I remember he was my basketball coach and he's also a TV producer. So theatrics are important to him. And he would always make us do trick plays and stuff where we, when you had to take the ball out under the basket, yep. when you get, you were under your own basket, you take one, he'd call for this one play and one of you take, I'd take the ball out. And then someone would come up to me on my team and go, no, I'm supposed to take the ball out for the Damian play. And you go, no, no, I'm supposed to take the ball out for the Damian play. No, I'm supposed to take the ball. And you, the two guys get into an argument. Everyone stops paying attention. And then you just hand the ball to him and he sh- tosses it right in because no one's guarding him. Within five seconds, right? <laughs> Instantly. It was the best. Dude, my dad pulled that so much. He loved the Damian play. If it works, it works. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely worked. Are you enjoying, that, now that you guys are broken up, are you enjoying that you get to be a babyface again? Absolutely. Uh, it had been a while since I feel like I, I've been a heel. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's time for a change. I'm ready to move on. And I, it, in my heart, as, as Alan Jones, I'm, I, I love kids. I love to make them smile. So uh, being able to do that as AJ Styles is, is a blessing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I was trying to think when I was prepping for this, I was trying to think of how long it had been since you were a babyface because it, it did feel like you've been a heel for a while now. Yeah, I, I mean, we're talking about Gallows and Anderson. God, so then. It's, it's been a while. It's been, it's been a while since that. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you, so you prefer, you, you like playing babyface more? I do, uh, I, because it's easy. It's, I think that's naturally who I kind of am. Uh, but then again, you know, there's the, you'll be a babyface for so long. You're like, all right, let's change it up. This is getting, you know, uh, especially when people, when you're such a babyface, people are starting to boo you. You're like, well, let's just give them what they want. You know? <laughs> and actually, I feel like now you're having the opposite of that because I feel like yeah. you've been a heel for so long that people were starting to like your heel character. Know, so now you're switching weird. it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you do anything good enough, and I'm not saying I'm a great heel, I'm just saying that I really put some time in it to be a great heel. Like, a, I want to be the, the the turd that no one likes, yes. you know? And then it turns out, oh, I appreciate what he's doing. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you know? I was like, no, no, you weren't supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, I loved your guys' the backstage interaction with you and Matt Riddle. I feel like you guys play off each other well. Matt is hilarious, dude. Um, <laughs> so there was a point where... Matt and I were talking, my son, one of my, my second oldest son was with us and uh, Matt left and he goes, my son was like, he really talks like that? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's really him. That's who he is. He goes, oh my gosh. It's just, it's just awesome. He's a, man, he's a great talent. Matt is, uh, I mean, he's really turned it up. Oh, he's a future WWE champion. Oh, uh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. I remember when everybody was making a big deal over Riddle's character when he first came to the main roster and being like, why would they make him act like that? And me being like, I've talked to this guy in real person. It's not that much different than, <laughs> yeah, than that. Yeah, like, that's, that. I mean, it's obviously turned up a bit, but like, right. it's not that much different. Yeah, it's really not. It's, but that what's, that's what makes it so great. Yes. Is it's like, how many people can screw up a, a, a promo and roll off in their little scooter and be like, yeah, that works. <laughs> yes. You know? Well, it's authentic. And I think authenticity is so important in in 2022 of like fans want characters that are authentic and that they can relate to in some way. And everybody's got a riddle, a riddle in their lives. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, were you, so then since you were excited to be a baby, happy to be a baby face again, did you, did you feel like the split came at the right time between you and Omos? I, I think so. Uh, it was one of those things uh, he needs to be on his own so he can make sure that he's doing what is asked of him. Do you want to wrestle him at WrestleMania this year to kind of go full circle with it? I think there, there'll there be a time, but not this year. Okay. I, I think I, I would love to see him grow and be able to really give the people what they want when they want it. 
Do you have anyone else in mind for this year's WrestleMania? Everybody has in mind the same guy that I do. Edge? And he has the same. Like, <laughs> we have the same idea. <laughs> Will it happen? We, I mean, listen, that's not up to us. Of course. Uh, so uh, we'll do what's asked of us. We just hope we get the opportunity for both of us to retire. Yeah, I mean, I, I right now is the perfect time for it to happen, though. I mean, WrestleMania's right around the corner. He's, you know, I'm guessing his program is going to end with uh, Ms. Maurice after Royal Rumble. You've got you've got stuff going on with Grayson Waller, which we'll get into a little bit, but you've got the availability right it's now. It's open. It's open. It's wide open right now. Uh, I, I really hope we see that. And since this interview is going to come out a few weeks after the Royal Rumble, hopefully they've already started by then. We'll see. <laughs> so I, I mentioned Grayson Waller. Uh, what was your reaction when they first mentioned you going to NXT to do stuff with him? Great. It wasn't really a surprise because it was kind of my call. Inter- um, it was I, your so explain that. I, I thought it'd be a good idea to you know guys like myself to go down to NXT and really say, okay, this is what we do on uh, Raw and SmackDown. So when you come up, there's no surprises, there's no nothing. This is what we expect. These are the rules, by the way. They're a little bit different than NXT, but this is what they are up here. I mean, we're talking about guys who've dreamt about doing something and when when you say now nah, we we don't want you you're crushing their dreams and who knows what else their confidence um i don't want that to happen i know how bad that hurts i, I you know i was with wcw wcw for a couple months and then got my dreams crushed uh best thing that ever happened to me because i wasn't ready to be in wwe at the time so um you know i don't want that to happen i don't see that to happen to anyone uh if they're if they're not ready, then we'll keep them down there so they can be. And if, you know, it's up to them whether or not they progress, you know. But again, I just don't want to assume come up to the main roster and be sent home. Well, and yeah, and I mean, you've, you've done such a good job with the Moss. It makes sense that you'd want to kind of like keep that going. You know, it's, you've done so much in your career. It's probably nice to kind of give back to others. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, like, a, again, that's what we should be doing. Yep. We should be passing it down so that we could see the thing that we love I mean, I, I love what I do, but I want to see it progress. I want to see it throughout the years. And if we don't make new superstars, then it's just going to you know, dwindle away into nothing. Was Grayson someone that you handpicked as well, or was that someone that-, that I, did, I did not handpick okay. him. He, he was uh, handpicked by someone else, but it was great. I mean, it was good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a very, uh, I don't want to say hard-hitting kind of guy. Like, I, I like to get- Snug. Snug, yes. And I told him what I wanted, and he he, he brought it. And I was like, yes, because it takes me to a different level. Like, I, when I get hit, I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, I like that, you know, and, and he brought it, and it was great. Was it weird to be on NXT TV since you're, like, one of the few people, one of the few superstars of this era who didn't have to make their way through there? Uh, it wasn't weird. It was just it was another show for me. It was still WWE. It wasn't weird at all. But knowing that I skipped the whole w, or the NXT thing to, to get to WWE, um, it, it, it was different, you know, but it was still good. Is there anyone, if you could have handpicked someone from NXT, is there someone you else you would like to work with while doing stuff with uh, that, you know, that brand? Um, it, it's tough to say right now. Uh, you know, uh, I think Grayson was probably the best because he was the heel and I was kind of making my way into a turn into a baby face. It just kind of worked. You got the old veteran and the cocky new kid coming up. It, I think that was the best fit for me. Yeah, I see a lot of potential in Grayson Waller. Yeah. He's great on the mic, and yep. he's just—he's like—he's someone who uh, attracts eyeballs. Like you, you want to watch him. 
Yeah, you want to hate him. Yeah, he yes. he, he reminds me of the Miz. Yes, uh, in my opinion, I don't care what anybody says. The best heel in the business is the Miz. He's so good, and I tell him often that man, you're great. You're so good. Nobody better. You know, and I believe that. I oh, I completely believe that. I, I actually feel like. He's finally starting to get that recognition. For a long time, it was like, oh, The Miz, oh, The Miz. But I think people are finally giving him the respect he deserves in the industry. There, to me, there's no one who understands what a heel's supposed to be like than The Miz. Oh, yeah. he Because he, he, I think, because he doesn't want to be liked. You know, a lot of the he, people who are heels still want to be liked. Yes. He's very okay with the fan base not liking him because he knows his boss will like That's that. what I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not as good as him. It's just that... <laughs> That's what I want to be. And that's what every hill should want to be. They should not want to be liked. Yeah. They should be want to be spit on and all this stuff and, and speared like Seth did. You know, maybe he's doing something right, you know. But like that that's what we should strive for because with that emotion that you bring as a heel just makes whoever you're working that much better. When you got a heel and you got a baby face, it's easy. When you got a great storyline, it's easy. Everything's gonna work out. Uh, so this month was the six-year anniversary of your WWE debut in the Royal Rumble. Does the Royal Rumble hold a special special place in your heart because of that? I mean, it, it's the Royal Rumble. It's great and all, and it was my debut. But, I mean, there's still, in my head, you know, the other pay-per-views that meant a lot as well, you know. Um, so, I mean, it, it's up there. Don't get me wrong. It, <laughs> it, uh, but uh, I, I enjoy watching, you know, uh, the old 2016 debut. It was. It's an emotional uh, moment for me. It's free. It, it's freaking awesome. I don't. I don't have other way to explain. It. But I, I enjoy all the pay per views that I'm able to compete on. It was interesting when I was watching that clip, and I was thinking to myself, like, it's weird to go from that six years ago to now someone who is currently employed by Impact Wrestling who's going to be in this year's Royal Rumble. That's a, it's such a weird, like, where time has gone. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a, a weird little dynamic thing. But it's also exciting. Yeah. Because, you know, Mickey's coming back, and she's not with this company, but she's with another company. Like, what? And everybody's talking about, the Forbidden Door, Forbidden Door. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it only opens one way, though. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but, but it's cool that it can, and um, I hope to see more of it. Well, if okay, let's say it was open in only one way still. Who would you like to see come through it that you would want to wrestle? Come on, Gallows and Anderson. Oh, that's I want that makes sense. I just let, let come you back. want them to come back through? <laughs> yeah, come yeah. back through the forbidden door. Yeah, I mean, uh, because you know they're my boys. I enjoy being around them. It'd be fun. Uh, but you know, there's so much. You know, the boys. It don't matter where you work. We we still are all friends, and people want us to hate each other so much. It's crazy, uh, but it, I mean, we, there's so many other guys and, and girls that we'd love to see back in WWE just for a moment. What do you make of that? Like the whole what you just what you just mentioned there of fans thinking that you should hate you know dislike people you know your friends who are in a com competing company. Do you think that's a that's dumb notion to, to think that way? I mean, I get it because they don't like WWE or they don't like the other competitor. They don't want to you know. They want it to be like that. The truth is, my best friends working, you know, AEW or whatever, uh, and or Impact Wrestling, like, I, I like genuinely love the guys. Uh, so we want to see them succeed. We want to do well, and we both know that competition is good for everyone. So uh, we want to see everyone succeed. And, uh, and listen, even as uh, a performer, you should want to kick, you know, whoever's in your time slots, but. 
because that reflects on you. Yep. Like you're doing well if you're doing that. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. It makes everybody, you know, turn the turn your game up a little bit more, you know, freaking have a little bit more fun, be a little bit more exciting. Listen, I've seen things done in other companies. I'm like, whoa, that's that's pretty amazing. You know, that's okay. It just now I gotta freaking do something crazy too, or someone else does maybe. But <laughs> but you know, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, competition is fun. Like when you're when you want to be the best at something, if you have nobody on the other side that you're trying to be better than, then what's driving you, you know? Like you, competition is what makes everybody good. Absolutely, 100%. Um, I want to ask you some some video game trivia. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, you, I, I, hope it's, video- I hope it's retro. Well, let's find, it's retro, it's for the most part. All right, yeah, I, I didn't. Right. I didn't, there's no question. Yeah, no, these are all retro games because I know you're a retro guy. Well, to some degree. The, it, the it, newer the, games I'm getting, uh, you know, the learning curve is, is almost too much nowadays. It's a lot. It's, it makes it where you're like, okay, I learned, I know this one game, I'm gonna stick with it for six years. <laughs> you know, because they'll just redo maps and all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> That's why I, I was saying, uh, with I'm so excited that WWE 2K22 is coming out. Because that's like the main, the WWE games are the main games I play. And I've just been without a new game for so long that like, I've just been lost. I'm like, what do I even, what do I play on my system? Like I downloaded Grand Theft Auto San Andreas just for fun. Cause it was like, I played this back in the day and I'm just waiting Dude, for I'm two playing, game to come out. I, I busted out my 360. I'm playing NCAA 14 and Madden yes. 25 so I can upload those guys. Uh, that's what I'm doing. I, I'm right, I'm I've went I, through seven seasons and I play every game. <laughs> I fully created two promotions in 2K19, prepared to start playing it again. And then the next week was when they announced a launch date for 2K22. And I was like, oh. Is 2K19 the best? I think so. Okay, that's good. That's the one I'm playing right now. That's the one I like. I didn't go back I've to heard, 2K20. I've heard 2K19 was like, as far as everything working properly, yes. looking good, was the best one. When I went back to play, I did not go to the last version of the game. I went back to 2K19. And as, and even though it feels really outdated now, it's uh, it's definitely the best like playing game. All right, video game trivia. What is the best-selling video game console of all time? Um, I want to say it's the PlayStation... <sighs> is it the PlayStation 2? It is the PlayStation 2. 159 million uh, units sold. A lot of people wouldn't think... You know, PlayStation, they think Nintendo. That's what I would have thought. But are we saying the Nintendo and the Famicom are the same? Uh, I don't think so. Because then it would be... Because I thought that too. I was like, wouldn't Nintendo, because especially over time, and you factor in like the new mini ones or whatever. Yeah, I I bet you they don't count those. I don't think so either. But we'll go with what this website said. Uh, Which game is widely regarded as the worst game of all time? Uh, That'll be E.T. Atari. You're doing good so far. Uh, Pac-Man was designed to resemble which food? Um, I thought it was supposed to be Puck-Man, but they were, uh, that's from a movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I didn't know that he was I didn't to know resemble. That, yeah, I, I didn't either. Uh, I, I would say, I mean, like an orange or something. That's what I would have expected when I heard that question. Apparently, he was designed to resemble a pizza, which doesn't, doesn't make, look anything like a pizza. It doesn't make it, no pepperoni, what, no cheese, nothing? Nothing. Just a crust? Well, uh, we call the, the graphics pizza. were rough back then, but they had burger time and they were able to have a yeah, pizza. I, yeah. I so, okay, well, I'll do more research on that one. <laughs> uh, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, what's the longest Mario Kart marathon? <sighs> Mario Kart marathon? Uh, a total time of which total someone's played? Total time that someone played, yeah. It's got to be up there. I mean, as long as you can stay awake. 
I'm, I'm just, we're we going with hours? Yes. Uh, let's go with 18. Tire. 24. 40 hours. Crazy. <laughs> I How do you stay awake? awake that How long? How do you stay awake that long? You start hallucinating. Right? Right? Yeah. The, the Rainbow Road's going to look real weird yes. at that point. Uh, lastly, what's the first video game that Mario appeared in? Uh, uh, may have been Donkey Kong, I believe. Is that your final answer? I'm trying to think what was before Donkey Kong. Uh, the only, I don't think it was before was uh, Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong. And he wasn't in Punch Out. Um, I think I'm going to go with. No, he wasn't in Donkey Kong. That was the the princess, but her name was the princess. Well, what was the first game he was in? It was, was it Mario Brothers? I don't feel like that's right. I feel like there's something. <laughs> I know it's something. I'm going, oh man, that's what he was in. I knew it, but I'm just going to go with Mario Brothers. It was Donkey Kong. It was you Donkey Kong. It. You had it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that was going to make you mad for the rest it of the will. day now. <laughs> All right, we've reached the end here. My closing segment, I call it the finishing move, where I talk to my guests about their finishing move. I've already done this with you once, even though you don't remember it. We did it on the phenomenal forearm, though, last time. So we're going to switch it to the Styles Clash. Who's your favorite person to hit the Styles Clash on? Favorite person to hit the Styles Clash on? And, and who would have? John Cena's pretty fun. Uh, maybe have picked him last time, too. Um, th but the, it, it does help when they're a little bit shorter. Uh, Riddle's a good guy to hit it on. I enjoy that. Um, I think I think recently, maybe Riddle's my guy. All right. Yeah, I think you said, I think for the Phenomenal Forum, you might have said Ricochet? Oh, yeah, he took a great bomb. Yeah, I think it might have been Ricochet who you said. Uh, who named the Styles Clash? Was that you? Well, uh, I, I think it was a collaboration with some of the guys that I showed it to. They're like, oh, that's a finish. I'm like, oh, it is? All right. So, and they're like, well, just call it the Styles Clash. The Styles Clash sounds weird, but yeah, okay. That was it. You don't remember who it was that said Styles Clash? I'm not sure. It was so long ago. You're talking about like, I actually- I, I know, it's been a while. I, I made up the move. Like, it, I really did. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was, we're talking about 2000? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That, I mean, the only reason I, th I, I wonder is because I feel like typically someone would have said like, Styles Driver. But I like that it was the clash, like Styles Clash. I always liked that it wasn't just like something basic that had a cool like snap to it, you know? Yeah, I don't know if it has a that good of a snap to it. I mean, you don't like the name clash. Styles Clash? I mean, it's all right. You know, it's my gamer tag on freaking <laughs> Xbox. It's been that for uh, 17 years, something like that, since 2005, whenever they, yeah. No, that was an easy one to put in when, you, uh, when they I asked for it. You, how do you come up with names? Everybody owns like everything. I'm yes. like, God dang it. So Styles Clash. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a weird gamer tag when I first got them. It was like Mantis Toboggan because it was a funny name from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But then I just went with like Wrestling Sheet or something oh, like that. The, the crazy older. thing, I'm like, listen, don't judge me on this name. It was something I did a long time ago. And <laughs> like, oh, it's Styles Clash? I'm like, yeah, I know, you know. There's so. a TikTok trend. <laughs> There's a trend on TikTok where girls are saying like, uh, you find your guy's gamer tag and then call him that name in bed. And then you'll see girls that are like, find their guy's username and it's something atrocious and ridiculous. <laughs> my, brother's, my brother's is atrocious. Like, you know? <laughs> it, yeah, you, 
I, I'm about to say my wife's never even called. She doesn't even call me AJ. So like it's, it'd be, I'd be like, so it'd be weird. <laughs> but yeah, it's always like some ridiculous precious like, name. Get out of the bed. <laughs> um, and lastly, okay, what's the most memorable time you hit the Styles Clash on someone and why? Oh man, that is uh, that's a tough one. I've hit a lot in my day. I mean, there's been a couple times where you know John Cena kicking out of the Styles Clash. You know, was a pretty big moment. You know, but just to finish it with another Styles Clash and then a forearm right behind it was really cool. Like it worked. Uh, him also allowing me to kick out of the AA from the top rope was kind of a big deal. Um, you know, Okada in, in Japan hitting him in the Styles Clash. That was a big deal at that time for me. Um, man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> I th- you know what? The things that stick out in my memory too is like, uh, first time I, Jamie Noble and I got the opportunity to work and I did it, I flipped over the jackknife, but when he kicked out, it put me right to my feet, right to the Styles Clash. That, that was a really cool moment because I figured out some way else to get into it in a cool way that nobody saw coming, right? Yep. So there's a, there's a couple of them, probably too many to uh, to count, but the, I mean, it's a, it's a move for me, memorable based on the fact that I actually made it up. Yeah, not many people have a finishing move they actually made up. Yeah. Uh, well, at least in this day and age. Right. It's so hard. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, sometimes it ha- happens by accident, you know, uh, and luckily, you know, I kind of got one out there that nobody had done with, done yet. Well, similar. There's been similar ones, mind you. But not cool. These, well, remember there was like a, if you had them for uh, a pile driver, but they just drop face first. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, so it was similar, but not stepping over their hands and kind of pedigreeing with your legs, and, you know, so it was a little bit different. Yeah, it's got, it's got an aerodynamic vibe to it because you got like the legs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It looks, it there's looks, something going on. There's something going on. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, but I really appreciate it. No worries, man. It's been fun. Have a good one. All right. Hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Now, before we get out of here, I got a few things I got to talk to you about. First, Make sure you subscribe to Add a Character on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any of that kind of stuff. Make sure that you are subscribed to this show on there. And if you can, if they let you, please leave a review and or a rating. It really does help this show get on more people's radar. So please keep doing that. I'm very appreciative of those of you who have done that. Also, make sure that you go subscribe to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. That's where you can find clips from Ron Smackdown every week, and you can find the full version of this show on video every Monday when it premieres at 9 a.m. Pacific time on the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe there, and when the video goes up, you can click the little star to get notified once the premiere begins. Also, go follow WWE on Fox on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You should be following WWE on Fox. Okay, that's it, I'm done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, I'm Ryan Satin, and this is Out of Character.